Hey there, and welcome to the Just Keep Vlogging podcast. I'm Kim Anderson from KimAndersonConsulting.com, and I'm here to give you a regular dose of blogging adrenaline. So I thought it would be fun today for us to dive in to the crazy weird words that are used in the world of vlogging because they can be super confusing for people. And just like the first time that you ever went to a Starbucks and you stood in line and you waited behind the person in front of you and the next thing you know, they're like speaking a different language, ordering a drink and you're like, good Lord, I just wanted a medium coffee. Like now I feel like an idiot, right? (laughs) But over time you hear the phrase enough or You really only order like one drink and you have a friend who tells you how to say it and you write it down on a sticky note and you just kind of like use it the first few times and then (laughs) then the last time you go in you're like, ice grande soy caramel macchiato and you feel like you're supposed to be there. Like you should be a barista and you're owning it and yeah, never mind. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? Becoming a vlogger introduces you to a brand new world of words and like this this whole new language. And you can't probably even master all the languages that belong in the world of blogging and online, all that stuff. But that's okay. Today, I want to give you the Kim Anderson definitions of lots and lots of words that you may have heard. Now, some of these you may know and you may be like, duh. Okay, I already knew what that was. That's fine. But there's going to be words that you may not know, and you may have friends who don't know. And so this would be a good one to share with anybody that you think is struggling with a blog vocabulary. Um, So I'm pretty excited about it. And I'm trying to make it fun. So it's not going to be like me reading the dictionary out loud or anything. I'm going to try to help you really um, understand in a practical way what some of these words that can be super confusing mean. And uh, I'm pretty excited about it. So here we go. All right. And I'm going to break these down into like um, groups of words, right? Okay, so first of all, we're going to start with writing words, words associated with writing that can like people may not know the definition or understand what it means. So let's start with the word avatar. And we're not talking about the movie with like the blue skinned people that came out, you know, a while back. An avatar is basically your ideal audience. It is the person that you focus like all your energy and thought and attention to, right? Like you make this person up, you give them a name, you give them an identity. And then when you sit down to write, you're always writing to your avatar. Simple as that. It's just a make-believe person that you make up. It's your ideal audience member. Okay. Another one that people are always like trying to figure out is what's the difference between like a page and a post in, in a WordPress site or a blog. Okay, so a page, that's an independent page that doesn't go in chronological order like a blog post does, right? Like when you post a blog post, they publish like articles and they're usually coming out like in a date format, right? And so when you go to a blog, you can look and see like what order people have recently written content in. Pages are perfect for things like your about me page or landing pages or sales pages or shops or something like that is an independent page that has nothing to do with the date or anything like that. 
They're like non-articles, if that helps. So then you've got posts, which I think most people who have started writing posts get that. But blog posts show up in like chronological order as you publish them, like articles on your blog, if that helps. Simple definitions, just to bring a little bit of clarity. Okay, disclosures. This is a big one. A lot of people don't really understand what disclosures are in blogging, okay? Now, there's mainly two types of disclosures. You have an affiliate disclosure and you have sponsored content disclosure. And as I'm saying this, I'm realizing that I should probably also explain what an affiliate is. So before I dive into disclosures, let's talk about what affiliates are. An affiliate means that you are affiliating yourself with some sort of brand or product, right? And if you use an affiliate link, it means that you have been provided a special, special link, right? Just for you. It's got a special number or special letters or has your name in it or something that's been given to you by that brand or um, that person who's doing it. And when your readers click on the link, that link takes them to somewhere else where they can buy something. And if they click on your link and they go buy something, you make a percentage of the sale, like a commission. Okay, so I need you to do me a huge favor. When you get done with this episode, go back to episode 11, Legal Stuff Every Blogger Should Know, and listen to that interview if you haven't already, because Jamie Lieberman from Hashtag Legal goes very deep into helping you really understand disclosures and all that stuff that's like on the legal side with affiliates and with sponsored content so that you are in the know about how it works exactly and where your disclosures need to be. Today, I'm just going to do a basic like here's what it is. Okay. So a brief understanding of why disclosures are important is because if you are doing anything in exchange for money, if you are making money, or you are receiving something or some product for free, you need to let your audience know. So in a blog post, for instance, you would put this post contains affiliate links and you tell people, if you click the link and you make a purchase, this is what happens. I make a small commission or I make a commission, period. That's what it does. So disclosures, you wanna use them when you use affiliate links and you use them when you do sponsored content. You tell your audience, hi, I love this particular brand. Because I love this particular brand, I am allowing them to pay me to write about what I'm talking about or whatever it is. Um, Or you can just say, you know, like you're letting your audience know that you were paid to write the post. And that is what a disclosure is. This is a federal trade commission guideline, okay? This is federal trade commission territory. They don't want you deceiving the public, so therefore you need to tell people when you are getting paid, if you get something free, to do a post, or you are getting paid when they click a link. Does that make sense? Very important. Okay. And this is something that you should be adding to your blog post creation checklist. And if you don't have one, like you don't have a blog post creation checklist and you need help 
either making your own or, you know, you just want to have one to use so you don't have to think about it, you can visit KimAndersonConsulting.com forward slash planner. And I have one on there that you can use um, for like $9.99 or something. Not that big of a deal. It's a whole planner, but it has that page in it that will remind you to put your disclosures in your blog posts. Okay, so next is the other biggie that really messes people up. SEO. All right. This is one of those ones that for whatever reason scares people like just talking about it and it seems really, really complicated. But here is the gist of what SEO is and how SEO works. Okay, this is going to be me explaining it in as plain English as humanly possible. So Google or a search engine like Google has these little robots and the little robots are trying to help Google find the information that people are searching for. And these little guys are smart, but they all can only deliver information based on what's provided to them. So let's say you're making a chocolate chip cookie recipe. The key word that people are going to be searching for is chocolate chip cookie recipe. So you want to make sure that Google understands that your blog post is about a chocolate chip cookie recipe. And there are really different ways that you can go about helping Google find your post um, based on the relevant information that you're including in your post and in your image titles and in the title of the post and in the URL. All these little things work together to help Google robots understand that your site is exactly what that person is looking for or not. And that is what SEO is all about, search engine optimization. It's you making sure that your website is optimized for search engines to search. And there are way more things to go into with that um, on the technical side. I actually have a live workshop on that coming up in December. So if you go over to KimAndersonConsulting.com, um, and you click on live workshops, there will be the option there for I think it's around December 7th, um, I'm going to be doing like a live workshop um, with 25 people in the class to teach you exactly all about SEO. So if that kind of boggles you and freaks you out a little bit, that is the workshop for you. <laughs> all right, so moving on anchor text. So everybody kind of knows what an anchor is, right? Like it's what keeps a boat in place or whatever. But a lot of people in the blogging world, when they want to link to another article, let's say, like, for example, like my best friend, Kaylin has this really awesome buttercream icing recipe. And I often link to that in my cake recipes um, because she has a, a good recipe and it's easy to follow. So I always link to that. But if I'm going to link to that, it wouldn't be that I would write, you should try out Kaylin's icing recipe here and then hyperlink the word here because here doesn't really indicate to the like to Google or whoever searching your page what you're linking to. And so 
That's another part of SEO, which is another technical side. But Google's also looking to see if you're linking to other relevant sites that are relevant to um, what you're talking about in the article and that sort of thing. So in my case, if I'm talking about cakes and I'm linking to this article, it would be better for me to actually type out, check out Kaylin's super sweet, awesome buttercream recipe or whatever the title of her blog post is or whatever the keyword is. But I usually try to use the person's title of their post there. So the key to understanding what anchor text is, anchor text is you taking a link and linking it to words that make sense and not just pasting the URL there, you know, make it clickable. Um, so it doesn't say like www.kimandersonconsulting.com forward slash planner or something like that. It would actually say Kim's complete blog management planner. Those words would be typed there and then those words would be linked to that URL, if that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. I know it's hard because I'm not like visually showing you this, but that is what the that is what the term anchor text means. It means that you're taking words that you're making into a link, but that the words are like they have meaning. They're not just like the word here or click here or here's the here's the URL, like the words are there. Best buttercream icing recipe, best chocolate chip cookie recipe. That word is highlighted, that word is linked, and that's the word that takes you to the next page. Hyperlink, another one. This is simply a link that takes someone off of the page that they're on to a new page in their browser or wherever they're going. So you do this all the time. Anytime you share a link on Facebook or whatever, you're sharing the hyperlink. It takes someone from where they are and takes them to a new page in the browser. Keywords. This goes back a little bit to SEO, but these are words that communicate the main point that you're trying to express in the article. So a good example of this is like one I have on Thrifty Little Mom. I have a post called, I've got way too many zucchinis bread recipe. It was supposed to be funny. Because everybody always has way too many zucchinis, right? <laughs> so this was a way for them to make bread and to get rid of all those zucchinis they have. Um, so my keyword for search engines, like Google or Yahoo or whoever you're using, um, is zucchini bread recipe. The term zucchini bread recipe, because that's what I know people are going to be searching for. They're not going to be searching for, well, they might be searching for, I've got way too many zucchinis, but that's that's a little bit more specific. So keywords are words that you think people are specifically going to be searching for. Um, you know, for me, I get a lot, I have a fire pit tutorial. So, you know, DIY fire pit tutorial are keywords, and those are things people search for regularly, and that's how they find my post. So that's what a keyword is. It's just you thinking, what is the main point of what I'm writing? And if people were going to search for, like, if people were going to find me through search engines, what would be the keyword they would be searching for based on what I'm writing about? So maybe you're not doing recipes or DIY tutorials, and maybe yours is about, you know, um, Maintaining friendships, you know, long distance friendships. So your keywords would be maintaining long distance friendships or whatever you think people would be typing into search engines to search. Those are your keywords. And those are things you want to kind of pull out of anything you write, whether it's a devotional or it's um, a memoir, like whatever you're writing about, figure out what that key point is, the key thought is, and that's what you use as a keywords. So today, that is all I'm going to give you guys. That's all I'm going to throw down on you right now is writing words words associated with how you write and what you write on your page 
Um, and I hope that you guys have found that super duper helpful. Now, next week, I am going to be putting out a podcast specifically on technical words. And the reason that I am breaking it up like this is because it's a lot of information to kind of digest, to digest. And I don't want to give you more than what you can handle. You guys know me. Um, so next week will be the technical words. And then we're going to get to marketing and networking words, the third episode. So this is a series about the weird words and blogging. And I just want to help some of you guys who are just like, when you hear stuff, you're like, I have no idea what they're talking about. And you kind of get that, like, you feel a little bit anxious because you don't know what people are talking about. So there you go. All right. I hope you guys have an amazing week. Thank you again for joining me. Remember to go to KimAndersonConsulting.com and check out all the new opportunities to learn about blogging that we've got in there between coaching and live workshops. I'm just super excited about what the rest of the year holds. So I really appreciate you guys. And you know what? No matter what happens this week, no matter what comes your way, just keep blogging. Have a great week. Okay, so I don't know if you're a member of the Just Keep Blogging community, but if you're not, you should go join that because I make tons of announcements in that group. I do regular Facebook lives in there for like brainstorming and all kinds of stuff. So I would love for you guys to come join that community. It is so awesome. Everybody in there is so engaged and helpful and encouraging. And that's the space that I want it to be. That's why I created it. It was a place to just share and learn and grow together um, and to have a happy, positive place to talk about blogging. Um, and also have an opportunity, like I have weekly threads, like where we talk about things that are frustrating us in blogging and we can help each other work through those problems and all kinds of stuff. In addition to having that group, I recently made some pretty big Just Keep Blogging announcements. And so I wanted to make sure that you knew about them in case you're not in the group. So there are some things going on in the blogging world that are totally awesome. And as I move forward in what I'm doing on my own here with Just Keep Blogging, I keep thinking, you know, how do I add value to the lives of all these people who are creating these blogs and pursuing an income and pursuing what they love? Like, how do I serve them in a way that really, really helps them? And I think it's awesome that people are creating tons and tons of products out there, you know, where you can learn to blog for the comfort of your home, like in your jammies, on your own time, whenever you want. And that's really awesome. But here's the truth. A lot of us don't have a lot of like self-start, self-motivation when it comes to doing stuff like that. Like we will find other things to do other than sit down and learn. Um, and I think that's because it's so passive. And so something that's really been on my heart lately is creating tools for you guys that are engaging, because that is what I hear most often. That's what I hear is the biggest struggle for bloggers right now is that there's tons of information. There's so much you can learn anything you want about blogging, but there's no engagement beyond that. Like it's a set it and forget it crockpot kind of world. And I that is not my heart. You know, I do coaching because I love one-on-one. -on -one. Like I love interacting with people. I get into Facebook live in the Just Keep Blogging community because I love interacting with you guys in that way. And so from that, three things have been developed. Uh, number one, a lot of people are starting to do the 12-week um, one-on-one coaching. I have two packages. There is one that's called the advanced package, and that's where I do coaching on a 
um, weekly basis with you for half an hour. We have a one hour meeting at the beginning where we set up all your goals and then we work towards those goals together over a 12 week period. Then I have the light version, which is where we meet for one hour the first meeting and then we meet week three, six, nine and 12. And people were really excited about that, but um, they were asking if there was possibility for payment plans. That is now set up. So if you're interested in doing that, that is now available. Uh, just go to KimAndersonConsulting.com, um, click on the coaching button, and you'll be able to check out all the stuff that's there and how it works. The second thing that I announced was that I really wanted to do live workshops. Like that is my heart. I have set up the topics that I see people are most confused about because this is not, this is what I don't want to do. I don't want to give you so much information that you don't know what to do or where to start. So what I am doing with live workshops is there's only 25 spaces. It's only like 12 to $15 to register for your spot. I will be talking about one specific thing in blogging, just one, so that when you get done, you feel like you have a grasp on that particular thing and that you might just be able to do it yourself. The confidence to do it yourself. The confidence to say, okay, I understand that now. I can do that. She's taken the fear and the mystery out of that for me. That's my goal. To clarify, this is all online. It's an online workshop. So if you're wanting to check out all the different topics that we have coming up, I've got some SEO stuff. I've got blog images. I've got all kinds of stuff, landing pages, all that stuff's coming up. Go to KimAndersonConsulting.com and you'll see on the front page, there's a button to check out all the live workshops. Okay. Last thing that I announced that was a really big deal was people kept asking me about doing a paid mastermind group where basically like I engaged with the group and helped everybody in the group grow together. And true to my form, I decided that I would do a 12 week based program because that's how I kind of live my life, uh, 12 weeks at a time. And that's how I do my business. And so I set these up. Um, and if you want to know more information about that, you can go to KimAndersonConsulting.com forward slash mastermind. 